All right. Well, let's get rolling. Before we get to Jake Carey, we want to give everybody kind of a quick uh, Ignite update on what we have rolling. You bet. Well, you're going to get a, just so you guys know, we've got Monday and Friday emails going out every week. Watch for those. Monday tells you what's going on in the week ahead. Friday gives you all the recordings for the recap. So make sure you're watching for those. You're going to get one tomorrow on everything that's happened this week. But we've got a new certified divorce planning pro uh, quarterly event coming up in April. We're going to send the recording from the launch because we've gotten a lot of questions on that. So watch for that tomorrow. And I'm just excited for this. It's not luck series that we're doing for all of you that kicks off right now. So Austin, back at you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, Jake, how about you, sir? Do you want to kick us off? Oh, it was just interesting. We had uh, some of our top salespeople in front of us this week, and it was interesting to hear the passion and, and, and the energy. We say interesting. It, it kind of seems like going through a sea change as a company. And you say, why is that? In the past, we've always given one or two people a stage. And what's happening as we're evolving and changing is we're giving more people a stage. For example, for the people that were there, Amy Slotnick, Linda Davidson, Brian Thomas, um, Trace out in, in, in uh, Portland, and others, they led, Derek Fertig, they led the discussions. And I think it's more important when people like-minded, because corporate doesn't really know. Now, we, we owe the whole group an apology, and what jumped off the page to me in that meeting, and there's only 120 on here, and I need to say this a couple times, last May, we were very... Um, we weren't very well represented on the executive team at the sales rally in May out in California. That's 100% my fault. And I'm not gonna go into the whys right now because I don't think that's fair. But going forward, what you what you folks will see is a lot more engagement from the executive team. I think it was good, um, Lars and, and uh, William saw that, to have Scott Fletcher and Paula Kilblock and, and Kim Yowell and all the amazing Dewana and, and Nikki and Shelly all representing the executive team that were at the meeting in Texas. You say, what was that meeting? It was our top 50 to 60 uh, originators in the country all got together for a couple of days and we just kind of listened to each other and shared. So to me, I feel like I owe the company a huge apology for last year. And now we regroup and go forward this year. And um, I think this platform here, Lars, of sharing is unique to the industry. And I think you and, and uh, the team do an amazing job with it. I'm just grateful to be part of it. Well, thank you, sir. I, I personally had um, I had four people at that meeting, and we actually just had our group call, our Indiana group call right before this. And that whole entire thing was them telling stories about how much fun they had, how jacked up they are. Uh, that The face-to-face -face stuff is just, you know, we can't. We can't uh, replace it, and and uh, hopes that you know along the same lines we see everybody in Dallas. Um, that's coming up quickly, and and uh, and you know to your other point is this is what it is about. We are about sharing, and that is my favorite thing about Ignite. I absolutely love it. I say that every time I get chills uh, because everybody on this call is so willing to share their playbook, and that's just so unique in this industry. It just is. It doesn't happen. I love. I love new people's faces when they come here and they see what we do and gosh i i there's nothing like it so um with that let's get rolling in um we've got uh william cashman dawes or dj dawes he goes by a whole bunch of different nicknames uh we got uh will billionaire murphy 
Uh, and then Ashley Hickman, I know there's a nickname in there somewhere. We'll, we'll have to ask you. That'll be one of your questions uh, to get to you. But um, let's start with, uh, let's start with Dot. I'm going to start with you, buddy. Uh, I have known you for a long time, man. Uh, I consider you a friend. Uh, you are, you're a good buddy. So I, I appreciate you getting on here. Um, if there is one thing, and again, we're talking about, we're talking about this is not luck, right? Like these guys are out there. They're really getting after it. It's they're creating their own luck. Right. Um, and so we want to give the audience a bunch of different takeaways um, from these calls. Uh, and, and by the way, we will send you notes and all that kind of good stuff after the call. Um, if anyone's not here, you're welcome to share this. Uh, this is not just for igniters. Um, you can share this one out to everybody, too, uh, just as a reminder there. But again, uh, Mr. DJ Dawes, um, for those that have not been on these calls before, why are you DJ Dawes? Why, why is it DJ? <laughs> oh, man, we got to go there. OK. Uh, in a past life, uh, I used to DJ on Technique 1200's uh, vinyl records, uh, electronic music primarily, uh, so no weddings, no funerals, uh, old, dirty, disgusting warehouses, under bridges, anywhere that I could play music loudly and dance and have fun. Uh, before kids, past life stuff, uh, but it, it, it a lot of fun, and I carry that that fun with me, I guess, where I go. And uh, Laura likes to make me share that secret with everybody. everybody. Are you going to bring your turntables to to Dallas? <laughs> you know what? Funny thing. Now you can just bring a gig stick. Okay, and it holds a thousand songs. And you used to be defined by the twenty records that were in your crate. Uh, now you can carry 10,000 songs around with you. It's a little different, right? All right. Well, party in your suite for sure. All right. Let's get into it, man. Uh, if anyone knows anything about you, you are all about system. Okay. So when we were talking about this call, you said create a system. Will you please walk us through that a little bit? Well, I mean, first I have to say that I, I am, I have a very rebellious spirit inside of me. And uh, when I went, when all of this started with the whole systems thing, uh, I thought systems were a prison. Um, I thought that systems were going to put me in jail. And I thought that it would limit who I could be because I was systemizing things. Um, so if you feel that way, when you hear the word systems, if you kind of cringe and you're like, oh, sounds terrible. Uh, I, I totally get it. I'm with you. I was there. Um, and And what happened was I slowly started realizing um, most fundamental system. If I answered a question more than once, I made a template for that email. And that way, if somebody asked me the question, rather than getting agitated that this is the fourth time I'm being asked today when I get the keys, I just have a templated response that takes my emotional reaction out of the question. And I just have an email that says, here you go. Here's the answer. Um, and that was sort of the beginning of systemizing things was um, realizing that sometimes a lot of the time I have an emotional reaction to questions that I get and that uh, by the sixth or seventh time I'm answering the same question, I'm probably not being as amazing as I was the first or second time. Um, so I, I, I wanted I wanted to give everybody that amazing version of me, that first answer that I give. Um, and I realized that I wasn't the sixth, seventh, and eighth time. So, so for me, creating systems um, put a protective barrier around my emotional reactions um, because I was aware that I was having them. But 
it kind of grew beyond that, right? It kind of grew beyond um, just just systemizing to protect myself from emotional reactions. Uh, it started to turn into um, a discipline, um, which again is like, oh gosh, I say that word and it sounds again like a, a prison. Um, so I, if you're having the same mental reaction to words like systems and discipline, I, I, I'm with you, Okay. Let's broach that together and just acknowledge that it exists. But Ben Franklin, really great quote from Ben Franklin. He says, diligence is the mother of good luck, right? So if you're talking about luck, um, you know, you're really only going to be as lucky as you make up your mind to be. So if you've made up your mind that you're going to have bad luck, uh, you're probably going to have bad luck, Right. But if you've made up your mind that you're going to have good luck, um, you know, then that's when you start to take action, right? You start to read the books. You start to go to the seminars. You start to do the things step by step, piece by piece that will change your mindset and allow you to apply some of the things that you know consistently. Applying lessons consistently is that scary word called discipline. So if you don't like discipline, throw out the word discipline. Just start applying what you know consistently. And um, you don't have to use the, <laughs> that word discipline. But so systems, you know, I wanted to build something. Uh, it's not luck, quote unquote, because I built something that delivered the exact same loan experience to every single client and <laughs> every single realtor every single time. Same phone calls, same text messages, same emails, same celebratory calls, same cheering tone of voice. To every single person. Um, I like to say that my mortgage machine pumps out this beautiful candy apple red mortgage Ferrari every single time we do a loan for somebody. Um, and it's through that consistency that you can start to fine tune. And then that consistent machine, it doesn't depend on me anymore. It doesn't matter if I'm having a good day or a bad day. You know why? systems don't have good days or bad days. They show up and they work and they deliver and they do it consistently. Um, we, we have the decision every single day um, of, of doing things now or doing them later, um, of establishing that, that pattern of acting on what we know and implementing it um, or, or procrastinating. Uh, and I used to be a self-proclaimed master of procrastination. Uh, and again, systems put a protective barrier around that procrastination because guess what? If that machine's moving, I darn well better keep up. If I don't keep, if I don't keep up with my own system, it's going to leave me behind, right? One final point on this, and then I'll, I'll hand it back to you, Lar. Uh, the, the system piece it really allowed me to to maintain a a consistent mindset um in our business people are always trying to push us out of our 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 solid state mindset um i always say that like if this desk is the stress ledge and i'm walking along it people love to come running along and try to go and knock me off the edge Every day, somebody's trying to push me off the edge of the stress ledge, right? And it's really important that um, I try to be consistently who I want to be, um, how I want to be. I want my words to reflect 
the kind of person that I want you to see me as. Um, I want to make sure that you're receiving and perceiving me the way that I want to, not in a reactionary manner because you've managed to get me off kilter. Um, the systems are a consistent way for me to just keep that even keel um, and make sure that my mindset is always on my A game, that I'm always in the right place to interact with people. And lastly, oh, the hardest part for us as loan officers is to trust the process. Let the system do the work. Don't go back there and try to recreate the system that you just built because guess what? You're only going to mess it up. Um, let other people and let the system do what it does best um, and probably better than how I do it and focus on what I believe is my highest and best purpose, which is rain-making rain activities, right? Going out and making it rain. Uh, but the systems piece, man, it is, all the system is, is spelling out what you do with every single loan every single time. Write down every single step. It's that easy. Just start by writing down every single step. Once you do that, then you can go back and work through it. Lar, thank you for having me. Jake, thank you for the weekend and the, the execs team's involvement. Uh, man, if you didn't know this, um, I don't want to say that we didn't have the year of the ex exec team previously. We did, but right now, uh, they're really listening to us. <laughs> they're really paying attention to what we, the street, have to say. Um, and, and it's really cool. It's cool to have an executive team, C-suite, who, who wants to hear what we have to say. Cash, we, 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 we wanted to hear before. It's just a dynamic of the personalities. And I, it's hard to cut through this with 158 people, but I will just say this. Um, as a kid, I'll say this. As a kid, when you tell somebody something, you believe that if you say it's a secret, it'll stay a secret. And as you get older, if you tell stuff to people and you can't trust it to stay a secret, you you push back because you don't know where safety is. And I will just say this, the executive team is at a place where the voices back and forth and, and the, 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 uh, the, the little sidebar conversations can be done in secret. And what you have then is you have an executive team that has more trust of each other. And when you trust each other, you can be more vulnerable and be more present. And I don't know how else to say it. I don't know. I don't want people to read into that. But right now, you will see when we have our deal in April, you'll see a whole bunch of executive teammates there. Um, I know Brian being there from Florida. It was great to hang out with Brian. But it wasn't just Brian hanging out with a couple. It was him connecting with Louise. It was him connecting with Linda Davidson. It was connections. And the we've always wanted to listen but we haven't always been able to trust now whose fault is that that's my fault okay but can't change it can't go back you read murph's book you got to keep going forward you can't change what's happened you can only learn from what has happened you don't know what chapter that is um but you'll sense it going forward you'll feel it um having scott fletcher and paula Kilblock there the talent of those two amongst a whole bunch of other people not just those two special so I, I hopefully that kind of, and, and the reason I even mentioned this to you, you know, and, and I know there's 158 on the call is because you said they're really listening. We always wanted to, we always thought we were, but it's about, it's about your team 
Murph's team, I don't care whose team it is, you have to have internal trust. And when you don't have internal trust, what you do is you, you, you push back. It's just human nature. We're not perfect. We're just people. And that's what happens. So hopefully going forward, you'll sense it. That was the, that was the highlight for me of this meeting in Wisconsin, or Texas this week was the interaction of the people across all lanes. Does that make sense to you? Because you were there. I, you know, you, you felt it or sensed it. I haven't talked to you since then. So I don't know if that makes sense or do, if it doesn't make sense. You could say it doesn't make sense. That's fine. Um, that makes perfect sense. That's why I brought it up, right? Because I'm sitting across the table from um, Nikki in the closing department, who I haven't really ever had a conversation with. And she was so receptive um, to everything that we were saying and uh, didn't didn't take anything that we were saying in a negative light, right? Everything was positive and proactive and, and moving forward, um, which is which is pretty awesome. Well, Cindy Porterfield set up us, set us up. Cindy Porterfield, who retired set us up with Nikki and Shelly, and you could not have two better, kinder, gentler-hearted ladies running a closing department anywhere in the country. I don't care who you go to. Those two are amazing. And they have they have servant hearts, and the E-close too, Brian, I get that. And you got Terry Panzing right there with everybody. You put, yeah. those, three, you put those three together, and I, I, I'll fight. I mean, I'd argue with anybody that we have the best closing team in the industry, mm -hmm. period, end. Mm -hmm. so, I think it's important that they were all there. Yep. All right, Laura, you got questions about systems? Your yeah, system I'm not letting you off the hook. And and to Jake's point too, one thing I did want to point out is, you know, we talked about the networking. My wife teases me. So we travel, right? And she's like, you know somebody in every city. And I'm like, yeah, it's because of Ignite. It's because of these calls, right? Um, so I, you know, uh, there's there's nothing better than the networking. Uh, you know, it sounds like Brian was doing it and, and DJ and the, all of my people. So uh, that is that is a great byproduct of all. Of you. Well, I got a question for you. Yeah, you're a systems guy too. Yep. Were, when when you were building out systems, were 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 you were you feeling a little rebellious spirit in the beginning towards systems as well, or were they natural for you? Yeah, that's a good question. No, honestly, they, they, you know, I think I was forced into a system. I, I, you know, I had one of those, I had a, a good problem to have. I had too many loans coming in. Right. And so I was forced into doing a system and, and then all of a sudden, you know, when the world is crashing around me at 10 loans, now all of a sudden the world's not crashing around me at 50 loans or a hundred loans. Right. Uh, and so so that to me was the reason I built out the system. Uh, you know, something that hit home for me that you said uh, was, gosh, I can't remember how many times that I would get upset. It wasn't the buyer's fault, but they asked the same question over and over and over. It's not their fault. It's the first time they asked. Just happened to be the 10th time you got it that day. And so when you had a system for even that, that is very important for everyone to remember that there is a system for literally every single thing that you do. So you have a draft that says, here's what your payment is, or here's where you get the keys or, or whatever that is, right. Um, to, to keep you from having that emotional reaction that, that hit home for me. Uh, and one other point that I want to make, uh, that you do so well. And I think that it is a, it is a top producer mentality that this happens. Uh, and some people can't get there and I've got people, I have LOs right now in my group that could be so much better than they are, but they don't trust the system. So, and when you say that, so meaning you've got to let it go. You, you're, you, you put this thing in place and you can't go follow up 48 times on how processing is doing, or you can't go call the buyer to get conditions 
or you, and, and they're going to mess up guys. They are, and, and it's not going to be exactly how you think it should be. Right. But once you let go, you now became that eight units or five units and you just became 16 and you just became 20 and you just became 30 and whatever that is, you, you will double as soon as you get out of the way of your processing staff and your system staff. Yeah. Right? So trust go trust. This is Brene Brown. Sorry. It just came to my mind. Trust goes hand in hand with vulnerability. Um, and so that's why sometimes when you hear that word, trust, trust the system, trust the process, it's a little frightening because it also means that you have to be vulnerable. Um, so you have to, I, I think, Bilar, you probably did this. You got to start with the little things. You got to build trust with people so that you can trust the process. Um, you have to share with people and be vulnerable with them as you're, as you're going through that, because man, the trust piece is, is really hard, but Laura hit on something that I, sorry, uh, don't, don't let wait for things to deteriorate so drastically that you, you, <laughs> that you're doing it in a reactionary manner. Um, start before you're, you're in Laura's situation where you're crushed by the loans, right? Do it beforehand. Um, so that it's not imposed on you, right? Because systems were kind of imposed on Lar. He had no choice but to implement them. Uh, it's a little bit different of a situation if you're doing it of your own accord. Um, and one last sentence is, you know, our, our lives, our loans, our process uh, will either serve as a warning or an example. Um, and, and personally, as a dad, uh, I, I really am striving to have my life serve as an example for them. Uh, DJ, one last thing, and then uh, you're off the hook here. Uh, so uh, you do a class. This is a little bit of a plug, guys. Uh, you do a class for Ignite called uh, Total Business Blueprint. Uh, we're looking to do that in in second quarter here. So uh, maybe you talk quickly on that, quickly. Yeah, Total Business Blueprint is just, just me walking you through, making you take the time to build your blueprint from intake all the way through to post-closing. Um, and we go through every single step. And I share openly what I do, not because I think what I do is, is the best way, but because if you're starting with nothing, it's certainly helpful to have someone say, hey, here's a baseline that you can use to start with. Um, and so it's it's uh, it's over a, a certain number of week period. We're, to, we're sort of playing with the number of weeks. It's probably going to be five to six weeks. And at the end of that, you will have a beautiful blueprint that goes through all of your steps of the process that becomes who you are and how you do business. I mean, just remember that, that, that people buy feelings um, and how it feels to do business with you is what they remember. And, and, and the only way that you can control how it feels to do business with you is to have control over every single step of the process, have a clearly defined process for every single step. And it also makes it a heck of a lot easier to hand it off to people um, because you've clearly defined every single role. So it's uh, it's a series of uh, sessions, one hour each over a five to six week period where we go through every single step of the process. You leave with a blueprint that you can take back and implement. Um, lots of graduates on this call. Uh, love all you guys. Thank you for having me, Laura. I'm, I'm humbled to be here. Thank you, buddy. You did amazing. That was awesome. Can I just point awesome. something awesome. really quick? Something yeah, I go ahead. From DJ, that it was just uh, such a game changer was that when you have systems and they are consistent, when something doesn't go well, 
you turn to your systems as being the issue rather than your people. And depersonalizing it from your people to your systems has just been a game changer relative to the, the inability or, or rather getting away from that placing blame and having everyone pointing fingers. If it's a systemic problem, it's depersonalized and you just adjust the system. So much easier to adjust systems than to adjust people. That depersonalization, William, honestly, that was a game changer. So I just wanted to throw that in. It makes people more, more people are more prone to give you feedback. Because they know their feedback that they're giving you is not, you're not going to take it personal. That feedback isn't about me. It's about my system, right? So if you say, hey, this piece didn't go right, I'm like, oh, thank you for telling me. I love getting some WD-40 and a wrench and spraying and tightening it up and going around. Oh, yeah, fine tuning. The only way you do that is depersonalizing. Thanks, Kathy. That was very nice of you. Hey, can I piggyback on that for a second? I was going to say the same thing, Kathy. L listening as part of a system is something that I think people fail to realize. And that's why I'm listening to this here too. I sit back and I like to soak it in. So then I can implement my system. And I think a lot of people feel a system is more of a, um, more of a reactive thing. So you're doing something, whereas listening, you're doing something, but you're actually not physically doing something and, and you're kind of listening, but it's not part of the process that you do. And then you stop. It's something that you're continuing to do every time, no matter if it's your client that you're listening to, no matter if it's the underwriter you're listening to, no matter who it is, and you have to keep on kind of resetting the budding on listening and stuff like that, um, especially for us people who like to talk and don't like to listen. You get information from people by listening that you may never have to ask questions about, just like if you're playing a sport or coaching and anything like that. So I just... I had to chime in because if you do a good job of listening and put that into your system and rinse and repeat, it will end up saving you a whole lot of problems and actually end up um, making the, the relationships with the people you work with a lot easier and more comfortable. So thanks. Thanks, Adam. No, appreciate that, man. All right. I'm going to change gears a little bit. Uh, Ashley Hickman, uh, what to talk to you. You have so much uh, uh, good stuff and, and value to give to this group. Um, I had the pleasure uh, in, what was that, November? Uh, you joined my group uh, for a dinner. I uh, really got to know you a little bit more, and, and that was amazing. So if anyone ever has the chance uh, to sit down and talk with Ashley, I highly suggest it. Um, Ashley, we did a um, we did a, a bit of a podcast earlier, or maybe just a call. Uh, you mentioned that you have a 25-point system. I don't want to go into that whole thing, but we probably had more inquiries about your 25-point system than we've had about a lot of things ever in Ignite. Will you kind of, let's let's open there. Let's let's talk about your 25-point system. Uh, you don't have to go into the whole thing again, right? Um, because we did a whole podcast and people can go back and view that. Uh, but let's touch base on that first. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and honored and humbled um, that you would ask me to come back. And the 25-point system is like my Bible. Um, and I'm happy and very, very honored to share that with all of you guys. Um, anybody who's interested, all it is is a roadmap to doing business. It is what you have to do day in, day out. So when you wake up in the morning, you're not lost because you have no appointments and your phone's not ringing and you don't know what to do with yourself. Um, you get up and you have a plan for every single day, whether you're brand new in the business or you've been doing this for 20 years. I have been doing this for 21 years. I don't know how that happened. And I get up and do the same things every single day. So it's disciplines. It's the consistency that Cashman was just talking about. 
Um, you're going to hear, it's funny as I'm listening to everybody, I hear the same things over and over and over. And so there's a point at which you should probably take notes. Um, if you're really trying to up your production and um, just take some notes because this is not, it's really not rocket science. I say that all the time. I'm not even smart at all. <laughs> um, I just work hard and love, love, love what I do. And I think there's a lot of people like that at Fairway. We are passionate people. That's why we're here. Um, that meeting, I'm going to just, you know, back up Cashman with what he said. That was an amazing meeting this week. We were heard. We were listened to. Uh, Vanessa took 14 pages of notes from just our table. And that feedback was, those are the hard questions of what can we do better? So like Adam was saying, listening, right? It's so, so important that we listen first. Um, in sales, we love to talk, um, we love to share, but listening, that's where we're going to really get to the good stuff. Um, the 25-point book is just a way for you guys to get up and check off things all day long. 25 points a day, um, and you're going to get to the number of leads that you need to convert the number of people that you need to turn into home buyers to make families happy. Um, it's just a great way to grow your business. So again, happy to share that. Um, that was just one of the things I know that you guys had a few things that you wanted to go over kind of, and, and I know Cashman touched on consistency and that was actually my number one thing. Um, but what I'll say, I'm not a systems person. Like I have systems by default, right? I didn't write them down. They just, they are what they are and we know them and our team knows them. Took me probably 15 out of 20 years to really embrace people and embrace the system and trust the system that I had put into place without really knowing that I put it into place. It was just by default. So it's pretty awesome when I can confidently say my people, whether they're on, you know, my actual team in my branch or whether they're our fairway closing team or our fairway underwriters, people at fairway, they are much better than me. They can answer questions better than me. They might be more available than me. They're quicker than me. If you need numbers run, they can do it in five minutes. I might take five hours before I get back to my computer. These people are the heart of what I do. So delegate. Let Trust your people. And, and we say on our team, we never assign blame. There's no blame. We are a team. If something goes wrong, it goes wrong and we fix it together. We always say we call each other up, not out. And that is important. I really, truly feel like we change people's lives when from, especially from a career standpoint, when we give them the pleasure and the honor of serving our clients and giving them the trust that we know they can take a phone call, they can make a phone call, they can write an email. Um, you know, we've, we've embraced our fairway team, our corporate team, and they're my team. Now, you know, when we talk about Christine Claycomb or when we talk about Shelly or Tammy or any of the closing team, Carrie, we talk about them like they're our team and our clients love that. We allow them to do their job. And when they say they're going to get a CD out, we know that we can trust that that CD is going to go out and we can back them up by calling that client and letting them know, hey, you're going to get your CD and here's what you're going to see. It, our consistency is just in the consistency of our follow-up and our follow-through and on touching every single one of our clients at every single milestone along the way. That's just what we do. And our whole team does it each and every single time. But it took me, don't do this to yourself. It took me 15 years to trust my team. It, running ragged, trying to do everything, thinking I had to do it myself when really 
I can honestly say they're better than me every day of the week and twice on Sundays. So that's a big, actually, that's a really good point that you just made is there's not one size fits all here, right? There's so many different ways to do this. You heard Ashley say she's not a systems person, but she's putting up crazy, crazy numbers, uh, which by the way, what were your numbers in 2022? I, I, I apologize. I should have started with that with you guys. I take advantage because I know it that you guys are superstars. Um, so Ashley, tell us your numbers, please. Um, units, 290-ish units for the year. Um, volume, 150 somewhere around there. I think a little more than that. I don't know. Honestly, I don't, when you do your job, you don't have to really, really pay that much attention to it. And I would be willing to guess that a lot of top producers don't know exactly what they close, but they just do the same things day in, day out. And they know at the end of the year, it's all going to average out. It's all going to come together. Um, So it's not my area of focus. I always tell my team activity breeds activity. Let's just do our job. Let's get out there. Let's do it. I'm actually sitting in a recording studio right now doing a bunch of videos um, for a new realtor relationship. Like, it's just, you just do it. You get on the street and you meet people, you shake hands, you sit down, you break bread, um, you know, you make friends. And that's what we do. And we need our teams. We need to delegate or else we can't do this. Yeah. I've said it a bunch. You just said something really important. And by the way, DJ, we throw your uh, numbers into the chat for everybody too. And I so apologize because uh, you do amazing, amazing numbers, especially for the, like you're in a town of like three people or something. Uh, and uh, so throw that, throw that in the chat too. Uh, Ashley, uh, you said something there that activity breeds loves, right? And I tell my team that all the time. So really good salespeople, we have this voice in the back of our head. And as soon as you start to get unbusy or you play golf for the third time that week or whatever it is, right? You're like, oh man, I got to do something, right? Go activity, activity, go meet with people, go make videos. You, you talked about, you know, you use bomb bomb, you use classes on zoom and stuff. We kind of tell us your strategy around that. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I'm very fly by the seat of my pants. I I'm sure you're not surprised to hear that. I, I drove over here last night so that I could be here to shoot the videos, but I needed to do videos on the FHA MIP and on the uh, funding fee changes so I got to the hotel and went out to the lobby and shot a video. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I had done an email that morning. Like this, the activity is what it's all about. That's what's so important. If I'm going to go, I don't golf. I don't have the patience for that. I'm sure that doesn't surprise you either. But if I go to play golf, then you better bet I'm going to invite people that I want to be around that are going to, this is now a work activity, right? All I think about all 24 seven is work and who I can be in front of and who I can spend time with and what I can do to further plan and further, you know, set up appointments and breaking bread. I, I can't say it enough, meeting face-to-face. I know we do a ton via Zoom and Zoom is great because we can, we can be anywhere at any time. But being face-to-face and really caring and really listening and really making friends, that's what we need to be focused on. So I do use BombBomb. I do use Zoom. Um, I do use email. I pick up my phone though, 90% of the time. So when I'm on the road, I'm on the phone. I, the radio doesn't come on. Nothing is on, but I'm on my phone and I'm making calls just consistently. Um, texting doesn't do it either. It's a great touch and it's a great added piece of technology, but I'm a very back to basics, hands-on kind of girl. I, I want to be in front of people and I want to be on the phone with people. I want to be meeting people. And I don't, I don't think that'll ever change. I, somebody taught me that 
probably almost when I got into the business. And I just feel like getting back to basics is so important. It's something we actually touched on at this meeting this week, the technology, which we love and we rely on. And it's so it's, it's uber important to what we do, but it's, it's basically a backup. It's a consistent thing. That's always, always there. Maybe for the day, you don't feel like getting out and being around people, but in reality, You've got to you've got to keep your your feet on the ground. You got to get out there. We are still salespeople, and sales are generated because you made friends, because you built trust and loyalty. And at this meeting, I think it was it was definitely discussed, if not decided. We need to hone in on a couple pieces of technology that are so powerful and wonderful, and we need to make them great. We need to optimize those. And at the end of the day, we need to get out there and get back to basics. And I truly feel like that's something that makes it makes Fairway great. That's who we are at Fairway. We're a family. You know, we rely on each other. We love each other. We have things in common. We actually like hanging out. And that's what, that's, that's our reputation. That's what we want to get out there to the public. Our culture is what, that's what makes us who we are as a company. And others are going to see that and they want that. And that means anybody that's on the, you know, realtor, referral partner, a client, we just want to bring them into our family. I think we're doing an amazing job at that right now as a company, but you know, you, you've got to utilize all these pieces of technology and they're all great and HomeBot and all of them. I'm a firm believer, but I'm a bigger believer that you just need to get out there and meet people and spread the word, uh, pick up the phone when you don't have anything else to do, just pick up the phone. So, uh, well, you talk about staying top of mind and staying relevant, right? So um, you know, I've said this on a couple of calls and I actually stole this from Tobias. He probably stole it from somebody else. Uh, but <laughs> I, I don't have a tattoo. If I get one, it's going to be, uh, if your phone's ringing, pick it up. If your phone's not ringing, pick it up. Right. Yeah. So if your phone's ringing, pick it up. If your phone's not ringing, pick it up. I actually see Turley on her phone right now on this call. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I absolutely love that. Uh, and any other ways you're staying top of mind to your group other than you mentioned, I, I know that was one of your big points. Yeah, that is um, another way that I really want to encourage you guys to do. Um, I truly make myself an assistant to my referral partners. I remind them of our clients' birth dates, our clients' closing anniversaries. Um, if they need anything, it doesn't have to be in my you know arena. But if they're like, hey, um, is the work done on the property yet? I don't know if the work's done on the property, right? But my answer is going to be like, you know what? I'm not sure. Let me make a phone call right now, and I'll get right back to you on that. Like, can you check my contract? Can you make sure my dates and deadlines are great? Of course, let me get in there. Send it over to me. I'll take a look. Or, hey, we're going to ask for some closing costs. What should we do? Oh, let me write that verbiage for you. And I'll send it over to you right now so you know exactly what to put in the contract so we don't raise any questions or have any issues later on. I, You make yourself like you work for them, right? I'm here to serve you. I'm here to make you great. I'm here to give a great impression of us as a team and who you are as a realtor or referral partner. Um, that's my job. My job is to help you grow so that you can get out there and you can be on the street. So I, I add our whole team in on this. All of our team gets behind all of our referral partners and they know that they can call us anytime if they need anything. And we're all over it, even if it is not our job to do it. I had an agent ask me the other day, is the seller going to make the repairs on the property? Well, I don't know. I didn't ask them, but I will. So immediately, again, you don't answer the question like I just did. You answer the question with, oh my gosh, that's an amazing question. Let me figure that out. I'll get right back to you. And so I do. Um, you know, if there's an earnest money dispute, we take it on. 
So I just think it's important that they know they can rely on you because a lot of times they might be new. They might not know exactly what they're doing and you're there to help them and you're going to grow together and they're going to be so loyal and trusty. They're just going to trust you implicitly. So that's my thing. Ashley, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, another quick plug. We are, for those that don't know, uh, we are doing a new podcast as well as this one. This one's not going away, uh, but it is very quick. I call it Jake speed, right? Like 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, it's just me and a top producer. Uh, this is for Ignite only, but uh, so any, you know, if you're in Connect, if you're in 101, if you're in Drive, you will get this sent to you every Tuesday. Uh, and Ashley is going to be one of our guests on that as well. Uh, so we're we're having that playing. Actually, uh, William Doss uh, is on there, or I'm sorry, uh, um, uh, Bill Murphy is on there as well. And we'll, we'll get to William too. So uh, really looking forward to talking to you more uh, and, and on those quick speeds. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ashley, wow. for that. Thank you so much. Always happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, my buddy, billionaire, uh, come on in. Mr. Murphy, how are you, sir? Good. How, how are you doing today, La? Good, good, good. Uh, for those that don't know, that cannot tell from the accent, uh, tell, tell everybody where you're from uh, and give us your numbers and all that kind of good stuff, buddy. And how long you've been at Fairway? Because I think you're like uh, in, the, in the low hundreds or maybe something in that neighborhood as far as uh, numbers go here. Been here 15 years uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm, I'm from uh, Auburn, Mass. And uh, numbers wise, uh, so last year, I think it was the first year I did under 200 units. And um, I think I've only done under 200 units in 15 years here. And so it was a tough year, 62 million. Um, the previous years were uh, over 100, 100 million. Um, but what was interesting about doing 62 million last year, as much as it felt like an off year, you know, my average was probably 50 million or 60 million anyway. So I kind of hit the average, but it, it felt pretty awful. So, um, you know, it's just kind of, you just got to maintain, maintain that, um, positive mindset toward, towards everything and, and, uh, and have those uh, daily disciplines every single day, uh, to get through it. Yeah. And, and let's talk about that. And by the way, don't guys don't believe everything you hear about people from Massachusetts. This guy's got a heart of gold. So uh, uh, <laughs> I do want to jump in. You are probably one of the most driven guys I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, you, you know, when we're talking about uh, things that you could give back to the audience here, you talked about how, starting your day with a routine, right? I know you are like, this is something you do. It is non-negotiable. You know, you roll with this every morning. I think that is so important. I try and do the same thing. We see a lot of top producers. We see a lot of just high level people in life doing this. What is your system there? Yeah. So, uh, when DJ Dodds was talking about systems, I'm not really a big systems guy. I'm more of a daily discipline guy. Um, so I prepare my day um, before before things happen so it feels proactive and not reactive. I know he has the templates in place. And so kind of funny story is I know Ashley mentioned about systems, but she's a discipline gal. And, you know, every, every time we're at, you know, we're at an event or, or the hotels, you know, if I get down to the gym at five in the morning, she's there before me. So I'm like, you know, she's, she's beating me there. So, you know, the, the daily discipline starts out, you know, try to wake up before everybody else. You get so much more done. I mean, you know, whatever that, whatever that routine is, you know, American morning is a great example, but whatever your own routine is, whether it's, you know, um, journaling, some meditation, some, uh, uh, you know, I, scripture reading, some personal development uh, work, 
Uh, the workouts are essential. It's a non-negotiable every single day. So what that does is, you know, by preparing your day with that routine in mind, when, when life comes at you during the day, you're well more equipped to handle the stress that gets thrown at you and not react. You're like, you know what, you know, I feel pretty good. You're, you're, you're high on the dopamine and the adrenaline and the endorphins that you just had from a great morning. And you can, you can handle things. You can handle staff. You can handle, handle the agents. You can handle the appraisal not coming in or the title issues or whatever. You can handle that um, much better than if you went to bed late, woke up late, you know, and a little uh, cranky, it's just a lot harder to deal with um, the stress that comes. So prepare yourself in the morning. Uh, best you can. Yeah, that's uh, that's so good. Tell everybody too. Um, I mean, you're out there uh, competing in all kinds of different, you know, events. What what do you compete in? The triathlons, that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, I, uh, the Ironman. Yeah, did, did a couple Ironmans. Oh, but, just it. That's just just a couple Ironmans. Like we had one scheduled um, in, in a couple months. Doing, I'm really excited to do. A, I'm doing a um, marathon with the with my kids for Make a Wish, so super excited about that in, in May. Um, and that that keeps keeps the drive going. You know, like you know, what's the why? You know, it it doesn't it doesn't hurt as bad to get up in a snowy weather day when you know you can go run side by side with your kids and you know in a, in a couple months for for a good cause. So. Um, find your, you know, that's kind of the whole why thing, you know, find what's going to drive you. Uh, love, love the humility. Just a couple of Ironmans. Um, uh, and this is actually probably a pretty good time. Uh, why don't you plug your book a little bit too? Uh, so tell everybody your book and where they can get it. I actually got one right here. So. Yeah. Th Thriving in a Storm uh, came out in October and very thankful to Jake and the whole Fairway, Fairway group here. Um, it actually, we hit bestseller, Barnes and Noble, uh, Amazon, uh, Wall Street Journal, and um, USA Today in a short period of time. So uh, it's, uh, it's, about, it's a mindset book. You know, it's about having a thriving mindset, thriving mentality. And, you know, every day right now, especially low inventory, high rates, everybody's hurting in our industry. I had a class yesterday with the agents. They're all, they're all hurting. You know, they, all, they don't know what to do. So talk that, talk that mindset piece. Whatever your whatever your unique value proposition is that you can share with agents, they need they need help right now. They're hurting. Give them permission to share with you. Give them permission to feel good about what the future holds. I mean, you can pick up the phone and get an agent to call you back very simply by just asking them to share what is important about success to them, what's driving them, what's keeping them going, how do they see the market. They will call you back every single time. So when I hear loan officers say, you know, that, you know, agents aren't calling you back. You're going to make it about them and not about you. Hey, I have the best rates, have the best service. You know, we're, we're the best company. Like everybody says that nobody wants to hear that. Make the, make those calls when you call the agents about them. And right now the hot topic is mindset. I had a, I tried to do, I've been doing a class for about 13 years, every single month um, with our board of realtors. It's a CE class and I'm not an instructor and I can always teach everybody how to do this. We had yesterday, we had 35 agents at our CE class last month in January. I did it on mindset and I had 55 people show up to this class. It was the most people that ever showed up to my real estate class. And it was a non-CE about five people called up and said, I'm canceling the class because it's a non-CE. But other than that, we had our biggest turnout of non-CEs. So what I'm saying there is 
agents agents are thirsty for help. They're thirsty for um, you know having the right direction, uh, mindset stuff, daily discipline, whatever you can do to help an agent. Yes, if it's a CE, that's gravy. That's a bonus. Um, we can certainly we can certainly help. But when you call an agent and ask them to talk about themselves or how they view things, they will call you back. So you know it's it's not impossible even even as a newbie to get people to call you back. The other thing we're doing is we were taking, and I thought this was great that the Ignite team and Jake and everybody brought on the um, the Chelsea and Giselle and then um, uh, Ford Academy, Neil. He had that um, class with going to open houses, right? And doing videos. I, I sent that to my team. We've been do, doing videos with, with the open houses. Every agent is loving this. The sellers are loving this. They're sharing it on social media. And then we say, hey, look what the team's doing uh, out there at open houses. So now other agents, we're at this we had this class yesterday. I brought the team and the agents were asking, hey, can you do the open houses for us this week with a video? So that was, that was really cool. So even if you don't have a lot of experience or you're new in the business, there's simple things you can do with these agents to go out and build those relationships. Go to the open houses, but not only go to the open houses, go to the open house and say, hey, let's just shoot a video and then we'll, we'll share it. And then the sellers are going to be appreciative of it. Other agents are going to have FOMO and they're going to want to jump in and they're going to start calling. And that's what that's what will happen. Oh, man, I, I hope that everyone took note of that. Make it about the agent. Like that. So powerful. Um, you know, too, I would highly suggest that everybody goes and all of our guests and uh, follow them. But but go like these guys on social media, because if you just pull up you know, Bill's social media, you're going to see the classes, right? So people are going to ask, well, what do I teach about? What do I do? Go follow these guys, right? <laughs> Pay attention to their social media. I, I literally opened Facebook today and saw Bill and his, his class from yesterday, right? So uh, that's a big piece. And I love, love, love the idea of taking videos at listing agents appointments. They, they want to share that. They, you know, they're good. Like you said, they're going to have the other agents are going to have FOMO. People are going to reach out to you. And also don't forget what I have found uh, when you're sending agents, you're providing value to all send the Barry Habib uh, recordings, send the Dave Stevens recordings. All of those things are all provided to you guys for free. So you can send those out. I get more people. Number one, I make sure that I announce that it's coming at, to my agent groups. And then I send the recording as well. I have so many people that are like, oh, I missed the recording. Can you give me the recording? They're reaching back out to you. They need that stuff. They want that stuff uh, and make it shareable so they can go share it too. Uh, and now, and now they're going to see, you know, other agents are going to see that came from Fairway. So uh, Bill, anything else you want to, to give this audience? We're going to start wrapping up here in a little bit. Yeah. So even if, if you're a little fearful of having classes, like you could go pair up, team up with a social media expert in your area and say, you know what, let's do a social media class. It doesn't have to be CE. And you can even do it at a, at a, a title company. A title company will help you get some sponsors. Like you don't have, like, I don't have any money. I don't want to do expensive lunches. Like I don't pay for anything. I have attorneys. I have insurance agents. I have title companies all sponsor our stuff because we know we're going to fill the room and then they get to network with these people. So I don't want to hear that it's about the money or the costs. We're all hurting right now. <laughs> you know, I get it. Right. But people want to, people want to help. And the other thing is if you're not involved in your board of realtors, get involved in your board of realtors and join a committee and be that, be that beacon of light for these agents that, that, that really need, need help and, and start to, uh, take a leadership role in some of those, some of those committees that we have all the, 
all the young younger kids on our team, you know, that from college, I made them all join a committee at the Board of Realtors and they're building these incredible relationships and they're picking up deals because of it. You know, you just, you made a really good point. I was having this conversation with somebody earlier about cost and LO and my group about cost. Uh, social media is free for the most part, right? Uh, coffee costs you like five bucks. Go take people to coffee. Well, don't go to Starbucks. You'll have to go to your local place, but it's like five bucks for both of you, right? Uh, do these things that are there. Those are low hanging fruits. They cost you five bucks, right? Free social media, whatever. There's thousands of them. Total Expert has billions and billions of things that are all there for your disposal. So it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money to do to do this job. And, uh, you know, activity breeds loans, like Ashley said. So, um, all right, I want to start getting uh, everything back together. You guys, you three were amazing. Go follow them on social media. Uh, get onto uh, Bill's website, get his book. Uh, DJ Dobbs is going to be doing another business blueprint. Ashley Hickman, we're going to be having a lighted up top producer call coming out with her. Um, uh, let's bring in Pistol. I know you had some computer issues, buddy. Uh, are you here with us? I see you. Well, I, I finally got on. Persistent overcomes resistance. And so it works that way. And my buddy Murph, but, uh, you know, making about the agents and the meeting is great. But his point about getting involved with the Realtor Association is great. And uh, just a, a point of interest on my part. I ended up being the vice president of the Realtors Association. And when the president wasn't there, I ran their board meetings. So you can really make a lot of great uh, strides with that and with your meetings and that. And uh, Peter Beedland was on a, a Veterans View call with us uh, earlier this month and, and, and shared a lot of great information. But what he said a lot was you have to listen and you keep listening, and I, I, that's something we all always say. So I've got a quick uh, John uh, Wooden quote that I think applies to listening, and it says, listen if you want to be heard. So that's a short one again. Listen if you want to be heard. But uh, sorry I got in late, but uh, Murph did a great job as usual, and thanks for getting me on. Thank you, sir. We always appreciate hearing from you. Before we get to Jake, Carrie, kind of remind everybody what we got coming please on the sales side? Well, you got it. Just watch for those Monday and Friday emails with what's coming in the week ahead and the recap with all the recordings. But you know what? I just dropped a link in the chat because I don't know if you all know, if you're not being coached by Ignite, these three amazing spirits <laughs> who just shared with you today, they are all coaches inside Ignite. And in a season like this, having a Sherpa to help you climb that mountain you're climbing is really, really valuable. And all three of these folks have capacity to coach. So if you're interested, catch a time with me and I'd love to talk to you about whether or not one of them or one of our other amazing coaches would be a great fit for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Carrie. Uh, Kathy, anything from you? No, just thank you so much to our guests. You know, everybody who, it, the willingness that we have at Fairway to share behind the curtain of what goes on and the whole idea of it's not luck. Sometimes we look and we think other people have different skill sets, different gifts that we don't possess. And therefore that's why they're successful and we're not. So hopefully what you heard is the humility of everyone here. I, I loved the humility and the, you know what, we're, we're not different. 
we've just sort of wrapped our heads and our arms around what it takes every single day of doing it. And I'm sure they don't wake up every morning and go, wow, I can't wait to go in and use my systems. I can't wait to go in and be of service. But when you wrap your head around that that's what consistency looks like, truly, truly, that's what goes on behind the curtains. Those are the keys to success. So thank you to all of you. Very grateful for your time. Excellent point, Kathy. Thank you. Jake, do you want to send us off? So the, the key for me looking at this from the outside in, you got 181 units for, for Murph. You got 242 for Cashman. You got 294 for Ashley, AKA Foot Tapper. And all three of them are busy. They're all doing things. You know, they're, they're out there giving, they're helping. Ashley's saying, hey, I'm an assistant to whoever I have to help. And so when people talk about the business being whatever it is, just keep in mind, you're on this call today, 181, 242, 294, last year. And last year was one of those wild years where the rates were all over the place. So it, it, the takeaway should be just get busy. Just do stuff, that whole phone thing, whatever you said, Lars, I'm too old to remember it. It was like, pick it up if it isn't, pick it up if it is. I mean, let, let's just go and have some fun doing it. So I think this call is great. Lars, you do a fantastic job facilitating these and just uh, like some have said too, humble to be part of the group. Well, well, we're all humbled to be part of Fairway, that's for sure. So, all right, thank you, everybody. We so appreciate you guys getting on this call. Please share, share with your friends. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to our team. Uh, you guys are changing lives, and, and I love it. So, uh, everyone have a great Thursday. Bye now.